The sun rises on a cold winter's morn. But the noonday rain drives pilgrims for shelter. Good. Any news? I'm getting tired waiting here. We found a door. A fixed one. Where? You are not going to like this. Where? At the bottom of the Marianas Trench. One of our probes picked it up this morning. Well, that's not going to work. Isn't it better than on the surface of Io? You wanted a fixed door. Any of the other doors here move around too unpredictably to stake out with any degree of accuracy. So far it's this, or deep space travel. Those are the only fixed doors in our solar system that we know of. We've no way presently of getting outside the solar system to look, and we sure haven't cracked getting to other dimensions on our own yet, unless someone's been real quiet on that front. If you want to get to the library, then this is your best bet. Fine. Then what do we have to do? Luckily, having the president of the Veller Foundation in our pocket has some benefits. I can set them to building a specially designed submersible craft to- Whatever it is, just get it done. Don't ring me until you've got actual results. Hmm. But that might be years from now, sir. We failed in our mission once before, millennia ago. If it takes years so we can make up for our great shame, then so be it. In absentia lucis, tenebri vincunt. In absentia lucis, tenebra vincunt. Hello, Mark? Whoa. Hello, love. I wasn't expecting to hear from you so soon. Something wrong? Uh... No, yeah, no, of course not, love. I was just letting you know that a man stopped by earlier. Oh, a man? <laughs> not cheating on me, are you? I'll stop it, you. No, he said he was uh, an old friend of yours. An old friend? Yeah. Did he... did he say where from? No, not exactly. He just said to tell you that a hound might lose the trail for a while, but never the scent, which... He was very serious that I tell you those exact words, which I thought was pretty weird. But uh, he said you two went a long way back. Mark? Honey, are you there? Yes. I, uh, yes, I'm here. Claude, I want you to listen to me very carefully. This is important. Can you describe him for me? The man that dropped by earlier. Uh, him? Oh, yeah. He was, um... Can I sworn? He had long, uh, hair? No, that's not right. I'm sure his eyes were green. No, blue. Were they brown? <laughs> you know what, dear? I, I, I can remember what he looks like. It's like, I can, I can picture it in my head. But when I go to describe it, it disappears. That's quite odd, isn't it? Like, normally I'm pretty good on the memory front. Shit. What's wrong, Mark? Who was he? Listen to me. Don't leave the house until I get back. I'm on my way now. I should only be about 20 minutes if the buses are running on time. I'll explain everything then. I promise. No. You don't get to do this. If you're in trouble, tell me, love, please. That's what we swore on our wedding day. You don't get to play the mysterious card and just tell me to sit here and wait for you to come home. And now you tell me what's wrong. I didn't think I'd ever have to tell you this, Claude. That man isn't... human. 
Neither am I. I'm not sure I'm following you, Mark. Why is this so hard? I'm not a person. I'm a story. Um, an idea, really. I wasn't so much born as dreamed up by someone. It was a book on a shelf somewhere. Like a library? <sighs> no, uh, I wish it was the library. No, uh, think of this more like a, a private collection. One day, the owner of the collection left my story open for too long, and I woke up to the world. For so long, all I'd known was the confines of my own story in this new world of possibilities. So I fell in love with it. I, I tore myself from the pages of my book, and I ran, and for running ever since. Yes, I've, I've been terrified, but I've seen so many incredible things. Things you wouldn't believe, and I... Everything I've seen and done in all my years, I'm, I'm so glad running away gave me the chance to, to meet you, my love. The thing that showed up at the house earlier works for the man I escaped from. Honestly, after all this time, I thought he'd given up. They want to take me back to that place, Claude. They want to take me away from you. And I won't let that happen. That's a lot to process love. I'm not even sure I believe half of what you just said. <laughs> I know it's a lot, but please just trust me, okay? I'll be home soon and I can prove everything, I swear. Okay, just find somewhere to hide in the house. <coughs> Claude, honey, what's wrong? Are you there? Claude? Claude? We sustained an unknown systems failure, which disabled all the ship's onboard functions. The engines have lost all power and won't restart. Life support systems are inoperable, and the systems that regulated our aquaponics lab have been overwritten. We've been like this for 16 hours now, by my reckoning. My crew and I are using up whatever air we still have from the air tanks on our suits, and we're living off of whatever food is still usable from our store. But once the food and oxygen run out, we're toast. Please, if anyone can hear this, we need to get our cargo safely to its destination, and we'll pay handsomely for its safe delivery. Please send help. I'm not sure how much longer we can last. I don't want to die. Hello? This is Daughter of the Deep. Of the ship. Sending out a distress signal. Our closest star is Moros EV-659. Change begets change. One action can have so many unforeseen consequences. A great working was done against the library, laying out the path of destruction for an ancient evil. An attack of this kind cannot be free of consequence. Even now, the worlds feel the effects of the attack, and as they struggle to realign themselves, the consequences spread. They are coming for them, the stories. 
ancient orders awaken to try and set right the wrongs of their pasts. Rogue stories are being hunted down outside the worlds of story. Calls for help go unanswered in the empty dark. We are balanced on the edge of a knife, and to fall on either side is to fall to fire and chaos. Something must be done to fix this. Someone must set this right. Among the Stacks is an upcoming narrative anthology podcast set in an infinite library outside of space and time, featuring stories written by and starring some of your favorite podcasters, authors, and actors. The title of today's teaser, All Singing, Caution, and Chorus, was taken from the novel Network Effect by Martha Wells. It was written by Nigel McKeown. It was directed by Alex Kingsley. It starred the voices of Tom Chaney as Blaze, Pentall as Endo, Flar Swiftly Bordevike as Mark, Lauren Seward Monday as Claude, Melissa Bowens as the pilot, and Pippin Aramajor as Ex Libris. It was edited by Linwood, with music by Linwood and Alex Schwartz. You can find more information about the show in this feed or on our Twitter at Among Stacks or on our Tumblr Among the Stacks Podcast. Until then, stay tuned, stay listening. And superiority.